Hello again, ladies and gentlemen, and other assorted gender assignations. Welcome back to the Bored to Death Bingecast, where we take TV shows and movies and binge them in easily digestible chunks. I am Jay Winger, being joined again by... Chris. And we're returning for the second half of Netflix's Castlevania Season 2. Definitely enjoyed the last last four episodes we watched, introducing the the generals in Dracula's army, uh, Godbrand and Carmilla. It's funny because if you notice season one, uh, after, you know, the first episode when it shows Dracula, you know, destroying that, the town where his wife, Targovishta. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you notice that the, the majority of season one was, I guess, developing stuff for, uh, you know, Belmont, uh, Saifa and Alucard. Alucard, like it, how it was bringing them in, it was developing them a little bit. And season two, it develops more of the of villains, the, three of the, 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 well, yeah, the antagonists. Yeah, basically. of the villains, but it also uh, kind of like establishes like a little bit of like a relationship, uh, not really a rival, rival relationship between Alucard and uh, Trevor. Yeah, it's but you know they're the, uh, I think I described them as like vitriolic best buds. You know, it's yeah. like they're they're friends, but they but they they shit talk, they, they each, shit other. talk each other all the time. <laughs> Alucard is just doing it constantly when they're going into the Belmont hold. <laughs> that's just the thing that Alucards like to do because Alucard from Helsing does it also to Sarah's Victoria a lot. Well, yeah, I think well, I I don't know the timeline, but I'm fairly certain that. Uh, that Hel- Helsing was probably drew a, drew some inspiration from the Castlevania games. <laughs> probably, it's one of those things we can always look up later and talk about in the second half. Yeah. Um. But yeah. But it did also spend spend some time developing the other the antagonist characters. You know, Carmilla got a lot. You know, came out of nowhere and's gotten some significant development. She's got she's scheming and clearly is hoping to undermine Dracula and take over. The take over the army. Uh, you know who uh, I originally thought who she was supposed to be, or at least represent, and I can't remember the chick's name, but the uh, the uh, the vampire chick who bathed in like the blood of virgin women because she thought that it kept her skin looking young and smooth. Bathory, uh, Elizabeth so- Bathory. Yeah, I thought that's who she was supposed to be until I saw her. Until I until Carmilla came. Until around. Carmilla came along, I was like, oh, okay, never mind then. And and when I specifically mentioned that she came from a from a vampire story that predates Bram Stoker, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so they spent some time developing her. Godbrand was a very entertaining character, as you might expect for a character voiced by Peter Stormare. <laughs> yes. Uh, but then we also had uh, Isaac and Hector. Oh, by the way, I looked into those two a little bit more. Uh, Isaac is the. Uh, hero character for one of the Castlevania games, the one that I told you that he's in, and uh, Hector is the villain. Hmm. So in this, it's they're basically being, I wouldn't say being forced to work together, but Dracula has employed them, because I think the game that they're in, I don't think Dracula is actually in it. I wouldn't count it as a proper Castlevania game then, because a Castlevania game that doesn't have Dracula isn't isn't a Castlevania game. Well, Castlevania, opinion. well, Castlevania Two, uh, Simon's Curse or Quest, whatever Simon's Quest, mm. that's what it was. Um, <clears throat> that game would, is you playing as Simon, and Simon is cursed from killing Dracula in the first game, so he has to go around. 
and find the pieces of Dracula, put him back together, bring him back to his castle, and then kill him again to lift the curse. In that case, it still counts, because Dracula is still in it. Yeah. <laughs> but this one you're describing with Hector and Isaac, if there's no Dracula, then it's not it's not a Castlevania game. <laughs> no, but it still takes place in the same... Well, it, I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how many of them like branched off and how many of them stayed the course. It's like Final Fantasy. I yeah, just lost true. track after a while. Well, and the Final Fantasy games are each individual individual continuities, whereas yeah. the Castlevania games feel like they're supposed to all be in a similar continuity to one another. But regardless, um, when we left off in the series, the, our hero trio were still in the Belmont hold looking for. Any, anything they can find that will help them kill Dracula. Um, and, like, uh, Trevor had found the Morning Star whip while he was there. He totally passed up on that throwing cross, though. <laughs> oh, that we spotted that we spotted in one of the in, in one of the right, shelves right, right next to the Medusa head. Yeah, it's, it's funny, because you spotted the Medusa head, but I recognized the cross that was sitting right next yep. to it. Um, and... Alucard was getting all somber and everything because he was looking at a trophy case essentially filled with vampire skulls. One of, them, <laughs> one of them was a kid. Yeah. Um, and then there, and meanwhile, with the antagonists, we gotten some backstory explanation between with Hector and Isaac. Hector is a necromancer essentially. Yeah. And can bring bring dead things back to life. He he prefers animals because he doesn't like. Because he doesn't like people, but he's not above using human corpses to turn into monsters. And they've been hinting very strongly that they're going to do that with the bishop's body. <laughs> it's been sitting there on the pile. We I keep seeing it. I, I can't remember. It's, like I said, it's been a while since I since I watched season two because I watched season two when they they you know when, when they it first, first debuted, debuted yeah. on Netflix. So I don't remember. I know that there was a huge like a huge fight. Between um, Trevor, Alucard, and Dracula. Well, naturally. Yeah. Um, but there's still plenty of uh, there's still plenty going on there. Isaac just doesn't like people in general because he basically saw some of the worst of them through uh, his parents, right? Through his through his adopted master, the priest that that whipped him all the time. Oh yeah. Um, and then. Chris, Chris is pointing at the TV, which has got, like, Netflix screensaver on right now, and there's, we came up with One Piece. It's like, no, <laughs> no, we are not binging through One Piece. That will take way too long. I'm maybe, maybe after we're done with... Gundam. Gu after we're done with Gundam, the whole damn saga, we can discuss it. But until then, <laughs> since the whole damn saga is going to take a while, then we've got time... <laughs> To figure out what we're going to do after after that long runner, but regardless, um, and spoilers for those who haven't seen it yet, Godbrand got killed by Isaac when he found out that Godbrand was plotting to basically overthrow Dracula. Did, how, how, did you think that that was going to happen? Like I knew that Godbrand was going to die at some point. But who did you think was going to do it? Honestly, Carmilla. You thought Carmilla was going to It was either, either Carmilla or Dracula. Like, either, you know, Carmilla was going to be, was going to come to the whole you've outlived your usefulness thing, or Dracula is going to get, was going to get pissed off with Godbrand's uh, uppity and mouthing off nature and just straight up kill him. 
And because of the fact that he decided to go and raid an entire village with a group of vampires. Against his against his explicit orders. <laughs> so, I honestly thought it was going to be one of those two. I wasn't expecting it to be Isaac, but... You know that was a good place to sort of leave off to leave to leave my uh, leave me intrigued to be like okay let's go <laughs> let's see what's going on. Wanting to watch, the I've rest been of wanting this. to watch the rest of this. Um, who knows? Maybe when we decide to do uh, season three, we'll just try to figure out some day and just binge the whole thing at once. <laughs> it's a it's a thing, but it's ten episodes. That's going to be like five hours. <laughs> yeah, that would have to be on uh, either one of my days off or like. My, the day before my day off to do that. In which case, we might might as well just do a two, do a two part binge, you know, and just do five and five. But regardless, um, we've rambled on for uh, almost nine minutes now, so let's go ahead and pause this, and we'll be back after the binge. And we're back following the binge of the rest of season two of Castlevania, and definitely worth worth waiting for that. Uh, that that final battle between the the heroes and Dracula, but I mean it was it was a good rounding out the rounding out the season and leaving enough dangling threads for season three, uh, which we'll binge at some point in the near future. That could be that could be next month's project. The next month, yeah, because we've got enough. I know we've got to get back into Gundam. Uh, I'm sure uh, Sam Sam will want to continue doing My Hero Academia at, at some point. point. But um, regardless, this was definitely definitely an interesting one. Uh, the plan that they eventually came up with in, uh, in the Belmont Hold was Sypha found, found that spell. It was a holding spell for Dracula's castle. Right, and that would basically allow her to teleport it wherever she wanted and then lock it in place. <laughs> By locking it, just means destroying the engine. For yeah, basically it. melting the stuff that made it that made it move. Yeah, <laughs> and then afterwards, she insisted that she didn't break it. And both Alucard <laughs> and, and Trevor were like, "So we're in agreement. She broke it." <laughs> um, uh, and if, event, we also found out what Carmilla's whole whole scheme was as well, including what. Uh, they were saving the bishop's body for, which was once they once she got them to agree to make a move on Brela to stop the people of Wallachia from fleeing by fleeing over the border kind of thing. Uh, she basically got them to got the Dracula's army to mobilize and start crossing the bridge into Brela. But then while that was going on, she and Hector got the zombified priest to bless the river, that's basically crazy. turning it into holy water. <laughs> and then, and then Carmela had her own hidden forces destroy the bridge while the vampires were on it <laughs> and drop them all into a big flowing river of holy water. And it's funny because I described her, her <laughs> army, like the armor that they were wearing looks like elvish armor from Lord of the Rings. Oh yeah. Uh, I definitely got the same, got the same vibe. The, uh, apparently that's how Styrian armor looks because she's the, the province or land or whatever she's from is called Styria. You know, which is that, I guess that Skyrim looking place <laughs> that we saw in her flashback episode. It is. Um, and then, 
that led to a fight between Carmilla's forces and Dracula's forces and his surviving generals. And then the the castle gets teleported away, but not without a fight. And the fight basically wrecks Brela in the process as, it, as it's just teleporting all over the place. all over the place. At one point in time, it teleports into the Holy River. Uh, makes like a makes basically a holy tsunami. <laughs> um, and while it's in there, it starts to turn and starts knocking over stuff. Meanwhile, Carmilla and uh, Hector are jumping around from one place to another, trying, trying to, to avoid getting hit by the castle and trying to avoid the water. Well, she's trying to avoid the water. Hector would probably just get washed downstream for a bit and probably be okay. Which she doesn't want to happen because she she, she has, has she has she has plans, and we find out what those plans are in the last episode of the season. We'll get to that. But then it it arrives at the Belmont Hold, which has just been attacked by uh, some of the Night Horde, allowing uh, Trevor to get some uh, get some fighting in with his the new Morningstar whip of his, which blows things up. It's like the tip of the tip of the whip. By the way, the, the, the whip is made of chain. A chain instead of the usual leather and everything that everything, I guess, demonic or vampiric, the, uh, the tip hits explodes. And we see him make very good use of that first against the, against those, the night horde and, Although at one point he loses it, ends up stealing the spear that one of the Night Horde had, breaks it in half, and then it's just like, I've got a stick. <laughs> Basically what he does. Like, it's, 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 it's funny. It's, it's just the delivery of that whole that whole thing, I've got a stick. Like, what was the, it was the one that looked like a crow or a raven, and all he's doing is smacking it. No, I, well, I don't, it was the bat-looking one that after he killed the, the raven one that he was like, I've got a stick. <laughs> yeah, but no, it's, it's the yeah, raven he, one where he where he's basically just beating on just it. Just smacking it around, and it's wearing this, like, Plague Doctor-ish mask, but it looks like it's made out of bone. Mm. And as he's smacking at it's it... It's just like... <laughs> yeah, it's not, it, it looks like it's just inconveniencing the damn thing. And then he starts to notice that... Um, a part of the mask has been broken off, and he sees, like, a human face underneath it, but without the skin. Yeah, zombie, zombie human, basically. Yeah. So, once he finally breaks that away completely, he takes it, stabs it in the, what is it, what was it, it was, like, underneath its jaw. Yeah, basically. Through the top of its head, and it falls over... Then he fights uh, this werebat. Yeah. Um, well, there was a whole bunch of things he fought. There was the giant, like, goat demon thing. Then there was the... Oh, come horn. on, dude. You can't tell me that it didn't look like a minotaur to you. Yeah, okay. It was a minotaur. Uh, then there was the the bl- the blind one with the horns, with the spear. Yeah. Then there was the raven. Then there, uh, and there was the fire drake before the raven popped in, but he blew that up. He before. blew it up and caused a massive explosion that I think killed like two other ones that yeah. we didn't really see. They were they were literally just there to be be fodder. Yeah, and uh, and then after that, that's when he fights the the blindfolded one, and then the raven one, and then the werebat. Yep, and um, the werebat, and finally he kills that. And by this point, the castle has arrived. Thanks to Cypher's spell. And Alucard's like, did you park it right on top of us? She goes, yeah, oops. And she was like, yes. Oh, right. <laughs> this place is only being held up by 
dirt wood and wood and dirt. <laughs> but then they they arrive in the in the foyer of the castle where there's a battle going on between the Styrians vampires and the Wallachian vampires. But the second they walk but the in, second bell the second they walk in it's like they see a Belmont and they see Alucard. They're all like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> and then they all stop, and then they, they join forces to attack the three of them and proceed to get their asses handed. It to was them. a curb stomp battle. Um, it was a great, great curb stomp battle too, and I liked how uh, Sypha made use of her made use of her magic, the fire spells, but the ice. The ice, especially. Yeah, when she killed the uh, the Asian vampire, I'm not even gonna try to figure out what area she's from. Either Chinese or Japanese. This is one of those two. We'll go with Chinese. Um, she can, this is the one that can turn into a, uh, mist. Like, a like a mist or a fog bank or whatever. And she just and, flash yeah, freezes it. <laughs> yeah, she flash freezes it and then does like another thing with her oh, by the way, she's throwing the Doctor Strange hand signals. I prefer to look at think of it as the power of rock compels you. Because <laughs> well, it is, does look like she's throwing up the horns all the time. Um... <laughs> And uh, causes that to shatter. She kills the, uh, it was the Indian one. Yeah. By causing a, like a thin wall of ice to form in front of which he's just doing all these backflips. He jumps up on top of it and then she just turns it on its end and just. Well, she waits for him to get close enough because he's running along the the edge of it like a tightrope. And waits until he gets close enough and then flips it over where it slices him in half. I got... Thirteen ghosts vibes. Oh yeah, where uh, Matthew Lillard got sliced in half. Yeah, we didn't see what happened to the vampire in this case, but we know it's dead because it got cut in half. But it was it's, as soon as I saw it, I was like, I got thirteen ghost vibes with that. Uh, and, <laughs> that then whole she, thing. and then she ends up killing the uh, the Russian looking vampire by setting him on fire. Yeah. Um, oh, that one. Although that one was pretty was pretty good. He got uh, trapped by the whip. Smack down to the to the ground by Alucard, and then Sypha's just right there and just point blank fired to the face. <laughs> she cooks him. Yep. And um, but then comes the fight between the, the three trio of them. and Dracula. Where it's 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 like it's like uh, the saying like what uh, Christopher Titus said the first time he challenged his dad to a fist fight. Turns out dad's not lazy; he was just resting up. <laughs> Yeah, it's just it was a curb stomp battle in Dracula's favor for most of the freaking battle. Yeah, it's all, and he the only reason he gets defeated is because he finally comes to his senses, calms down, starts weeping about the fact that he's trying to kill his own his, he, his he, son. He doesn't start to do that till they end up in Alucard's childhood bedroom, mm -hmm. and he's looking around. He sees everything in he there. He sees the portrait of the family, you oh. know, him and Lisa and baby Alucard. <laughs> and he he's sitting there. He's like, Lisa, you know, the one gift that you gave me, and I'm killing him. And he's sitting there crying. Alucard, meanwhile, breaks like a piece of his the bedpost the off. Bed post <laughs> off. Walks on over to him, and it looks like he's going to hug him first, but then he just shanks him in the heart. Yeah, but the fight before that point was. Awesome stuff. I mean, they're they're doing their damnedest to try to kill him, and he's l treating it like he's barely inconvenienced by all of it. Well, I mean, with as powerful as what he is, this is true. But it was still just like there, I think you compared it while we were watching it to like a DBZ fight. It's, well, no, I compared it to the fight in Empire Strikes Back. Between, oh, that's right, Luke and uh, Vader. Luke and Vader, where Luke is trying his damnedest, but Vader's just whooping his ass. Yeah, Vader's just like, 
I this is what I do for a living, boy. <laughs> like, I've been doing this longer than you. I fought in the Clone Wars. Uh, I think I can do this better. But whereas in Dracula's case, yeah, before he became Dracula, he was a fucking warlord. Yeah, he was a cru- He went to the, he went and fought the, in the Crusades practically. <laughs> um, and uh, he also well, I mean, you get this little like flashback of like a story that he's telling where he yeah when he talks about like. Some village, uh, the merchants in it had offended him somehow. But they didn't. He didn't say how. He was just like, "Well, they offended me." He, so, but he let the he let the women and children get out because he knew that the merchants would stay behind to try to gather their valuables. And and then he just shows up and kills only the people that offended him, <laughs> including one archer who shot at him. Well, I, yeah, and that was literally just because you tried to kill me, so now I must kill you. Um, where I'm pretty sure that unless the guy knew how to knew to hit him in the heart, slightly inconvenienced him. Yeah, Maybe that's all that yeah. we have done. It was it was a, it was great, but I, while while I was seeing it, I got vibes from Man of Steel, the fight between Zod uh, between and Zod and his forces and and Steel. Clark and. The, uh, both the fight in Smallville, and then of course the later fight in Metropolis. Yeah, where they trash everything because that's basically what again, as I said <laughs> during while we were watching it, Smallville got trashed too. <laughs> Smallville lost a gas station and a train and a whole lot else besides. But yeah, Metropolis got pretty fucked up too. Uh, but um, no, the uh, it was just the way you know Alucard and Dracula were just like flash stepping all over the place, just smacking each other around and barely getting. Bruised by well, you have like an uber powerful vampire, and then you have him fighting his half vampire son, um, and they're basically going around from like one room to another, trashing everything. They go into the engine room, which is melting now, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is because of that giant fireball that Dracula created. I don't know that that was the case. It was already on fire while Sypho was trying to move it. Because because the castle's engine was pushing back against the spell. Yeah, it was fighting against it against her, and you know it, she won. <laughs> well, yeah, she won against the engine, the freaking magic engine. Um, the magic engine, which every time I saw it, I you know I did it while we were binging the first half. I did it again here. I was just every time I saw it, I was just like, "You open the box, we came." Oh yeah, because it looks like the lament configuration from uh, Hellraiser. From Hellraiser, but instead of it being a uh, cube, box. it's like a dodecahedron or something. What's, what's the name of that dice from uh, D twenty? Yeah, like a D twenty dice. That's what it essentially looks like. Like at this point, a dodecahedron. Yeah. Like, like at this point, like at one point in time, I was He's like, roll for initiative. Roll for initiative. <laughs> All right, if I roll for if I roll a twenty, the castle will go wherever I wanted to go. If it rolls one, then... and you rolled a you rolled a natural one, which means that it's going to teleport all over the place, destroy a city, and kill a lot of your forces in the process. And now it's trapped wherever it is because the engine room has melted. Now we've also got to say what happened to uh, Isaac. Or oh yeah, well, and that yeah, um, Hector and Hector and Carmilla, you know, as we said, were in Brela when the castle started teleporting all over the place. Isaac fell back with Dracula to his study and was prepared to fight to, fight the, to the death to protect him. And Dracula's like, "You would do that for me?" It's, it's like, like he, he's like, 
it's not worth it. And, you know, so this is my like last gift to you, and just throws him through his magic mirror into the desert. <laughs> I think he's just thrown back to his home country, probably where Isaac was just like, "No, Dracula!" He tried running back, it closed, and now he's stuck there. Because um, Dracula, basically, we we already saw this, but he does have the he does have the capacity to show compassion and care about people, but it's just he's been he's so weary from everything that's happened. You know, years of loneliness before he met Lisa, and then having that normality for a couple of decades before she returns to the world so she can try to help people with what he's taught her. He goes and travels the world, and then he comes back and finds out, oh, uh, yeah, she's dead. <laughs> they burned her at the, they're about to burn her at the stake, and that's when he's basically like, you know what? Fuck everybody. <laughs> um, but, and that's been, but that's been a theme throughout season two uh, with the vampire generals and Hector and Isaac is that they recognize that he doesn't care anymore, that he's, that he's, that he's not providing them with a clear vision of anything. It's like, so what are you planning on doing after the human race is wiped out? He's like, you'll be taken care of. (laughs) That's all he said. Yeah. And, uh, well, it's just like, he says one thing to, he says one thing to God, to God brand when God brand confronts him about it. He says another thing to Carmel. He tells Hector, no, we'll, we'll just have a culling. We'll, we'll keep the surviving humans as like cattle. And, but then he turns around and tells Isaac, no, we're going to wipe them all out. Probably probably because he knows that Isaac doesn't like humans. Mm hmm. Um, and he knows that Hector just doesn't really have the capacity to grasp the full extent of complete and total genocide. But it's just like, it's not, it, they don't really make it clear whether he's just telling them the, what they need to hear in order to maintain their loyalty to him, or if he literally doesn't have an, any clue what he's doing. And Alucard finally calls him out in the in their fight that it's just like, this has all been one long suicide note. <laughs> It's, it's like, like you it's, want you want to die. It's like, Dad, you're just depressed, aren't you? And the answer is yes. <laughs> and you see it too, where he's sitting there in his little study, he in front of the fire, just sort of slumped in his chair. Just and like, he's just like, I'm so tired. And is and you know one of the things that I never they never showed. Now that I think about it, his casket. You know, where does he sleep? What does it look like? Like we saw the one. That maybe we'll see. Maybe we'll find find that in season three. Maybe because <laughs> Alucard's going to need a place to sleep now. He's <laughs> now that he's <clears throat> taken know. over the castle. Um, but after the after the whole fight, the episode eight is basically just showing the aftermath. Uh, as um, Aluc- Alucard basically says that his plan had originally been to go back to Gretchen to go back to his vault and just go back to sleep. But the castle is basically stuck where it is. It's open to the world. There's all the knowledge and stuff in there that's that'll get plundered if he leaves it. So he's got to stay with the castle. Well, plus Trevor tells him, he's like, you have your dad's knowledge right here. You have my family's knowledge down here as above, so below. My childhood home, your childhood home, it's all yours. Yeah, I I bequeath the the Belmont hold to you. He's like, seriously? He's like, yep, it's all yours. Do as you wish with it. Just make the world a better place. I think is one one of the things that he that he said. What he was saying was, don't be your dad. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's like because it's like he 
the world's been fucked up enough <laughs> thanks to your dad. We don't need you to add to it. Um, and now, then they started, they literally pulled a, and I forgot that they did this for the last episode of season two, they did a Return of the King ending to it. Remember how Return of the King ended where it kind of like jumped around a lot, you know, you know, and it showed what various characters were doing, like yeah. Aragorn became king. Uh, yeah, we saw that with um, Sypha and Trevor, Trevor basically deciding, well, she's like, I want to go back to my caravan to at least pass on the knowledge of what I've seen to them. But, you know, she's got the adventuring bug now. She yeah. wants to keep traveling around with, with Trevor. And she and she basically says, this was good for you, too. You know, you, before, when I met you, you stank of, you stank of blood and stale beer. <laughs> and, you know, um, you and, know when, and you killed that monster just based off of pure luck he was, and he was like that actually took a lot of skill <laughs> but you know she basically points out that it, it allowed him to grow as a person because he's finally he was finally doing what he was meant to do and that is basically do what like Simon and mm-hmm. everybody and else he's did. and he basically admits yeah, you're the closest thing I've got to a friend so he basically agrees to travel with her and then we see what the what the villains are up to mm-hmm. Isaac gets accosted by a bunch of brigands who basically tell him to his face that they're planning to either sell him in the next town or eat him. And so he kills all of them. And then he's like, you know, I should have an army. And he just uses his forge master skills to, to bring them all back to life yeah, and, and turn and, them into fucking orcs. Well he, well, he turned like the one who had the scars on his face into an orc. Like he legit looks like an orc from Lord of the Rings. Based on the silhouettes that we saw with, the other, the others on the horses. It looked like they had sort of like the ears as well. They might have, they might also have been orcified, but not to the same extent as scholars. I, 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 I was joking that the uh, because of the armor that the uh, the vampires were wearing it was like, looked like a, elvish armor. I was like, holy shit, this is Middle Earth. <laughs> and, and, and Isaac's going to turn into Saruman. Start, yes, start making orakai. Um, <laughs> um, but then in Brela, Carmilla's just like. I'm going to go back to, I want to go back to Styria. And she's, and she basically turns back to her and is like, I'll take good care of you. Slaps a collar around his neck with a chain attached. And is like, I, you know, there's a, the people in the, in Wallachia are weakened. There's a, there's a power vacuum in the vampire world that I intend to fill. But to do that, I need an army and you're going to help me make it. <laughs> and then she beats the shit out of him until, she, until he agrees. <laughs> and then sorry, and then drags him, uh, like she's riding a horse and she's dragging him yeah. behind the horse. It's probably the worst part to stand, you know, when it comes to horses mm. behind the horse because you're either going to get shat on, pissed on, or kicked. Um, and she wouldn't care a goddamn second if it happened to him unless uh, unless he got kicked in the face and was killed, in which case then she'd be pissed off. But uh, And it basically ends with uh, Alucard sitting in his childhood home after picturing after seeing like the ghostly form of dracula walking down the stairs of the front of the castle he goes and sits down in, in the study in, in, in not in the study that was his old bedroom no no that was the study are you sure because there was the portrait of his mother just his mother there his room had the portrait of the three of them okay that's where i got confused because there was the uh-huh. there was the fireplace there he stood up the chair which got knocked over in the middle of the fight and sat down in the chair and just started weeping. Yeah, because he well he pictured himself at, as a kid 
And then his, you know, and then his mom, it was like a memory. Yeah, just sort of, you know, playing hide-and-go-seek or just sort of running around the castle and she's chasing him. As, yeah. As uh, parents do when the kids are just running around. And playing. so uh, she, uh, he sees, he's, he's reminiscing. And while he's doing this, he, I guess he comes to fruition that, realization that my parents are dead. Mm-hmm. My mom was killed because of her trying to heal people through medicine and my dad's dead because he wanted revenge for her death Mm -hmm. uh and he's just sat there crying and that's how this it's like the whole you can't go home again kind of thing Um, but there was also a quote um just after uh they've killed dracula when alucard is first beginning to uh He's almost on the verge of breaking down because he's like, I just killed my father. Yeah. And Trevor basically says, you, you stop the war. And Sypha stops Trevor, but then says says to Alucard, he's right, you saved countless lives, but it's but it's all right to mourn the man. Yeah. And it's it's that's that sort of thing. It's like, <clears throat> yes, Dracula was an evil monster, but he was still Alucard's father. He well, still had a loving relationship with his with his parents. Well, it makes you wonder what version of Dracula he saw growing up. Did he see a compassionate man who gave a shit about not just his wife but his son, but like people? I, I think he I think he did, but he also probably also also was aware of what his father had done in the past. Like the like. I would bet Alucard heard that story about him slaughtering the merchants in that town. Probably. And probably a lot of the other other shit that he did as well. Hell, he probably has also met a lot of those vampire generals. Just because they, you know, Dracula never went to war doesn't mean those guys probably didn't swing by the castle to pay a visit to the pay a visit to the ruler of all vampires. Um now let me ask you something. What do you think is going to happen in season 3? Well, what are your Obvi- predictions? Obviously, we're gonna we're gonna see um, we're gonna see Carmilla and Hector forging their forces. Isaac, I think, won't get a whole lot of focus. You think he's more of a season four villain? I think, but no, I think we are gonna see that he's up to up to something, but he's not necessarily going to factor into the into a whole lot in season three. Um, but they also pointed. But one of the other things Sypha mentioned when uh, she basically said, "I want to continue adventuring," is the church is still corrupt, and that needs to be dealt with. Yeah, because she had firsthand experience with that, with how the church was treating was treating the speakers. <laughs> Granted, she did she did sort of comment that you know the speakers are the enemy of God. <laughs> Probably because well, well, the reason she did she explained that was because of the whole Tower of Babel. Uh, myth that she that she was talking about with the whole linguistic c- oh, yeah, conversation yeah. she had with uh, Alucard that Adamic was the uh, original human language until the Tower of Babel happened, and because God did not want uh, people to be able to co- communicate effectively to challenge him in that in that way. But this, what, what do the speakers do? They go around and they collect knowledge. And, sh- and to like share it with people, and then she was just—it's like, like—and she was like, "The speakers are the enemy of God." And then, boom, boom, we hear the, we hear like 
thundering from out from outside, which is just the night horde trying to break in. But at the same time, it's just sort of like um, God's at the door and he's pissed. <laughs> um, my prediction for season three is that um, they're going to go the way of I need to pull it up right here. Uh, Curse of Darkness, because like what, like what I was saying, Hector is actually the hero character. Trevor is in it. Uh, Hector is probably the more sympathetic of the Forge Masters. Well, here's the especially thing. since he's now stuck literally under Carmilla's heel. <laughs> <laughs> well, hold on. Let me read you the, uh, the 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 plot for the game. It takes place three years after the events of Dracula's Curse, which is Castlevania three. Uh, and uh, well, that's another thing. But well, continue. And Dracula's Curse continues, which, by the way, I think is also another thing that's going to... Uh, that's what I was about to say, because be when Dracula finally dies, when they stake him, behead him, and then set him, set him on fire, there's basically that huge like cloud of pure evil that well, <laughs> starts I, well, flowing out of his flowing out of the ashes. It's, it's like what I pointed out to you after the, in the original game, when you kill Dracula, and then when uh, Simon's Quest begins... Simon's Quest... Castlevania too, yeah. Uh, Simon is cursed. Hence the reason why every single time it turns nighttime in that game, the little dialogue box pops up and it says, "What a terrible night for a curse." So I had forgotten what game that was from, but yeah, um, and I knew so, I knew it was a Castlevania or felt like it was a Castlevania, it's ca- it's but, I Castlevania. Couldn't, but I couldn't remember that which one it was. Um, but um, I think that's what I think that's going to be a benefactor in this is that Dracula's curse. It's not going to affect the heroes Trevor or anything. It's going to affect the land. Yeah. Wallachia is going to be cursed now because because of that. But uh, but it's and of a, course there's still demons roaming around and with Carmilla. And Carmilla. Well, she's going to be going back to Styria. I don't. I imagine she'll mobilize in the latter half of season three, Possibly. so she can so she can start doing shit. Uh, but anyway, so it says uh, though defeated by vampire hunter Trevor Belmont, Dracula's curse continues to ravage the European countryside, spreading disease, mob violence. And heresy in its wake amidst all this devastation is Hector, a devil forge master who had formerly worked under the employ of Dracula but betrayed him sometime during the events of Dracula's curse. There you go. Eventually, growing disgusted with Dracula's brutal methods, Hector leaves Castlevania to live among humans, settling down to live a peaceful life. Tell me if this sounds familiar to you. When Hector's fiance is accused of witchcraft and burned at the stake. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he learns that yeah, her murder was yeah. directed by his fellow forge master, Isaac. Seeking revenge, Hector chases his former colleague back to his old home and back to the demonic life he believed he had left behind him. So, in the game, the playable characters is Hector and Trevor Belmont. Uh, the villains is Isaac and Zed. Zed looks an awful lot like that bald dude who had his eyeball whipped out. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, Dracula, where it says, uh, I'm reading this off the Castlevania wiki, where it says uh, he left a horrible curse across Europe before being defeated, final boss of the game. So he does come back in the game. Yeah. Now, whether or not he comes back, maybe it's season three, like uh, like they have to revive him. I do feel like we are going to see a Hector versus Isaac fight at some point. Possibly. Um, I feel like I feel like uh, Isaac is going to be turned into like a villain. Because he's like, uh, well, absolutely, he's going to be turned uh, into a villain. Whereas uh, Hector is going to be like, wow, forced that, to do it by Carmilla. Yeah, so he's going to be forced to use his Forge Master skills by Carmilla to raise her an army. He, instead of him, instead of like what I just read, instead of Dracula, it's going to be Carmilla who he 
you know, ends yeah. up not standing, you know, can't stand anymore, and ends up finding some way to escape her. And maybe then he he joins up with the heroes because there's another army ra- ravaging the world, or maybe somehow when he sees what Carmilla's plans are, he comes to realize I can't be a part of this whole genocide. It's like, thing. This is too messed up. And it's just like I just wanted to. I just wanted to live with my zombie pets <laughs> on my farm. Damn it. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, like I said, those are my predictions that they're gonna follow that game a little bit. Probably they're gonna have to make changes. Uh, well, they always do for adaptations like this. Yeah, but I'm. Um, but like I said, I think Hector is gonna turn into one of the good guys. He's gonna join Trevor, and Sypha, then you know that that's gonna be how he ends up fighting Isaac because <clears throat> by the time he joins up with the heroes, if only by convenience. Isaac will arrive with his own army of the of the undead and demons and monsters and shit, and is compl- is more ruthless than Carmilla was because Carmilla, while she basically she just wants to rule the world, she doesn't plan on killing all humans because she recognizes that's stupid. We need to be able to eat. <laughs> I don't want to live on pig's blood any more than Godbrand did, uh, probably. And uh, but Isaac, on the other hand, is whole hog behind kill them all. Did you, uh, did you ever see the movie The Little Vampire? No, I didn't. With Jonathan Lipnicki in it? No. The vampires in that lived off of cows. Guess what you see in that movie? Vampire cows. They got the red <laughs> eyes, the fangs, they fly and everything. Think the Yodery Benicula. No, but I'm familiar with the story. <laughs> well, in Benicula, yeah, he just drains, uh, Vegetables of, of their juices. I, just, I, I remember. But I remember the seeing, thing is, um, well, yeah, but I remember seeing the uh, the the book covers from those old like uh, uh, the things where you could order. Yeah, the books the, books, in, books from through like school or whatever. Yeah, and I remember just seeing my the parents. Cover. My mom was always like, "You can only get one book from from the catalog," and so I'd have to pour through it and see if there was anything I liked and. I'd be like, this is the one I want. My mom would sometimes order me other ones herself, but she's like, I only had the choice of ordering one specific book. I got three. <laughs> and I, uh, I believe I got a few of the Benicula books. I didn't that. get any of them, but I remember, because uh, this is before I got into like horror movies and everything, was uh, I remember seeing the cover for it, and it was just a white rabbit with glowing red eyes, and he's surrounded by like lettuce and uh, carrots and, you know, like stuff that rabbits typically eat. And so I wasn't really all that familiar with the story, but I know it was a vampire rabbit. Um, Instead of drinking blood, it eats vegetables. Yeah. Um, and then, of course... The, story, the stories are, are kind of are kind of stupid, but it's, you know, but they're good for kids. You know, they're family-friendly vampire it's, stories. It's like, it's like, I was at my aunt's house one night... Um, and my mom's side of the family, they're the reason why I kind of got into horror movies. And, you know, the story, the books and everything. And I was in elementary school at the time. <clears throat> and we're sitting there watching Aliens, of all movies. And I kind of, like, glanced to my right a little bit. And I looked down where her fireplace is, which was never lit. Mm. Um, <clears throat> and it was like a... Uh, toned down version of Dracula is mm. what I want to call it because it, it was short. I've seen, I, I have a copy of Dracula and it's got, you know, it's like the original way it was written. Mm. This was more of a, uh, 
simplified version. Yeah. Well, the cover for it was... It looked like the Bela Lugosi Dracula. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if it was... If Bela Lugosi's Dracula came out today, where he's standing there, you know, he's got, like, the one... He's got one hand over his forearm. He's got the uh, he's got the long nails. He's got the glowing red eyes. He's got the little trickle of blood coming down his mouth. Mm-hmm. And sitting right next to him is a black wolf with glowing red eyes. Also, because always. yes. And I remember I picked that book up, and I know a lot of people probably are gonna be like, "How dare you do this while watching Aliens?" Mm-hmm. I read the book. Yeah. So that kind of got me into that. Next thing I know, I'm reading all these, other, you know, the other stories, and then years later, I ended up watching the old, uh, the old uh, 1930s Universal monster films, Dracula, uh, uh, Dracula's daughter, uh, son of Dracula, which is Alucard. Um, so yeah, I've been, wa- I've been, you know, you've been, wa- you've been watching horror movies for a while. Yeah. Uh, Nothing beats the classics. Of course. I mean, you might look at them and be like, oh, these things look cheap. They, so, yeah. They're classics. Yes. They're, they're classics. You and it was them. back in the early days of Hollywood before they really had a whole lot of, you know, before they didn't always necessarily go in for, you know, huge uh, sets. Well like, you know, like, or, well, like what I was saying to you was that when they were filming the original Dracula, um, actually, believe it or not, Nosferatu was supposed to be Dracula. But, but they didn't have the rights. No. Bram Stoker's wife said they could not call him Dracula, so they That's had to change the name to Count Orlok. Kind of like why I said they didn't have the rights to the yeah. name. So, so, so yes. I, I guarantee you, if, if Stoker was still alive when they were filming that movie, then he, they probably would have, but then I'm pretty sure we wouldn't have had the Bela Lugosi one. But anyways, when they were filming the, uh, the Bela Lugosi Dracula, it was during the Great Depression, so they couldn't really... Build their own sets or use. They their had own to props. use basic, reuse stuff all the they, time. They well, they had to reuse the stuff from the stage play. Uh, whether or not they had to reuse the costumes or not, I don't know. Uh, and you can tell too because at one point in time, I think it was a uh, goddamn it, I can't think of the dude's name uh, who goes to visit uh, Dracula from the sign of the paper. Scene. Parker. Yeah, thank you. Uh, he's like looking out of a window, and outside the window are a couple of bats. You could tell that there's somebody on the other side yeah, with, like, was like a, with like a fishing, fishing line, <laughs> and he's just sitting there like bobbing them up and down. He's just like, oh, and passes out because you know, hey, bats. Uh, Back, you know, with that sort of quasi-Victorian uh, sensitivity to horrible things. <laughs> but, 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 it's, but it's like if you if you look at like the quality of like all the ones that came out after that, it's like they just slowly started getting better. Probably one of the best ones was Frankenstein. Hmm. Which, by the way, that's another monster I feel like they need to bring in. Because I think, I swear Frankenstein is one of the monsters. I, I do think so. Who knows, maybe that's one of the things that the one, one of the Forge Masters will make. Probably Hector, if I had to guess. Hector would probably make, make something like a Frankenstein. Because uh, Isaac is apparently going full bore and trying to turn the desert into Mordor. <laughs> With the I'm going to swear to God, if season three shows him in one single tower where that forks, I'm going to lose my shit. <laughs> oh, that would be freaking hilarious. Because I'm going to be like, yep, they did it. Uh-huh. To quote Vegeta in uh, uh, the uh, death battle, Wow. What a ripoff! <laughs> <laughs> um, 
yeah, but I'm definitely looking forward to season three. We'll probably like like we said, probably do that next month at some point, unless uh, we can't get the schedules to sync up with other stuff. In which case, hey, we've still got Castlevania. To do. I mean, this could just be between the two of us. Well, obviously, it's just between the two of us. But I'm like, if the schedules with everybody else, with Zeke and yeah. Sam, don't ever sync up to allow us to get something recorded in time, then we've always got Castlevania. Yeah, uh, until we run out of that, then, hey, Voltron, I guess, I don't know. Voltron, I mean, there's tons of stuff on Netflix. I've got Hulu as well, um, and HBO Max because of that. Yeah, I Game there's of the, Thrones. There's the TNT app. I want... I. I haven't been watching it live because I keep forgetting that it's that it's on the air. But I can now I can now watch it through TNT. Snowpiercer. I do want to see that. I ha- I did watch the movie. I've seen the movie too. I saw the movie in theaters, and it was I, I, I like. All I'll say on it right now is I like the because I've seen the first episode, but that's all I've seen. Uh-huh. I like how they've done a little bit more world building with with regards to the train. To basically make it, explain how the logistics of a thousand and one car train can work, <laughs> uh, but you know I won't say any more so that you know we can we can watch that ourselves later. But I, I think def- Zeke might want to check that out too. Yeah, Zeke he and I were talking about it. Okay, then the three, that that can be a thing for the three of us. You know, in between uh, Gundam, the whole damn saga. <laughs> I mean, we're gonna need uh, we're gonna, we're gonna need, need breaks breaks, breaks between. Because, like, the, the original one, like, what I was pointing out was 42 episodes. Zeta is 50 episodes. So, yeah, between those, like, a break, plus, again, the thing about me is that I need to buy them. Because I don't know any streaming services that have any of the older Gundam stuff on them. Mm. Uh, I need to buy them. I need to binge them myself to make sure the discs work because of an issue that I had with C Destiny. Uh, when I bought the Anime Legends set for that, when I was still living down in Richmond, to give you the time frame of when I when this happened, mm-hmm. it was when Movie Stop still existed. Yeah. So it's been so. That is a, that is a while. Uh, <laughs> I barely even remember Movie Stop. Uh, but uh, but yeah, that's something that I need to. do. I have the second collection. Uh, I started watching that yesterday. I'm only doing it like I said, just to make sure that there's nothing wrong with the disc. Because last thing, last thing we want to do is get part part way into a binge and then realize, oh, this disc has some. This some disc fl- has a defective it, uh, in it, and the audio is all messed up, or you know, this episode doesn't play, or the disc just doesn't work. Exactly. So, so. I, I'm fine with you doing that to make sure make sure that. That sort of thing works, but uh, yeah. So anyway, we've all we've got tons of plans for more stuff on the bench cast. Besides, uh, obviously, you know, you and I will finish Castlevania. We've got My Hero Academia still do. We've got the, to finish off the rest of Mobile Suit Gundam. Uh, you know, and tons of other stuff on the list. Because <laughs> how many pages is that list now? <laughs> Last I checked, it was still one. But hey, the notes on uh, Facebook—they don't really give you pages like. Yeah, that's Microsoft that's the thing. But Word has. it's 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 long. It's long. We've got dozens of stuff. We still need to start. We need to start doing movies. I, I agree. So uh, we'll figure something. We'll figure something out. I know what we can. Maybe do. we can start with Snowpiercer, the movie, with you, me, and Zeke, before and we jump into the show. So we can compare. Exactly. Okay. So you know. You guys, well, so Zeke especially can then appreciate the additional lengths they went to to uh, develop things for the purposes of. Because I know it's based off a book, right? It's based off a comic book. Really? Hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought it was a book. I think it's. I want to say it was a French comic book, but I can't. I can't be certain. Possibly. 
But anyways, yeah. Um, no, I, there's something that I need to get at my dad's house the next time I go down. Well, and which is going to be next week, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I'll be down. I'll be gone the ninth and the tenth. So if, if you want to gather the rest of the troops and do whatever, yeah, right ahead. So we'll, we'll, we may do that because uh, I'm still not working next week, so um, I've got plenty of time. But um, no, there's a particular movie franchise that you told me that you have not really seen, and you because I know you want to do this whole thing like in order of like release date. Mm-hmm. But I need to pick up a certain movie set that I have down in Richmond, and that is Bond. Ah yes. I have every single movie all the way up. There. I have I have seen I have seen Doctor No and I've seen one or two of the others uh, pre Brosnan, uh, Pierce Brosnan. I, uh, I, I know, but I'm trying uh, to think but of Pierce Brosnan is where I sort of first started really watching the movies for as they was, came out. For me, it was Dalton. Um, but regardless, it's like that's one of those. It's a it's a series that I feel like we we should definitely tackle as part of. As, in fact, I think it was one of the first things I mentioned when we were first discussing the whole concept of the binge cast that we can uh, do movies as well, but we just do one movie at a time. So. Well, yeah, maybe yeah. like one a month. Yeah, that works. But yeah, starting with the James Bond series because it's a long runner. There's plenty out there. But if you've got a box set, that's, I have, that's great. I have the uh, that saves us the trouble of trying to track down a streaming I, service. You no, know, well, I have the 50th anniversary set. Uh, the set uh, when I got it, uh, there was a, it came with every single one of the older James Bond films, and in the set it leads all the way up to uh, not Casino Royale, uh, Quantum of Solace. And okay. it had a blank spot, a blank slot in it for when uh, Skyfall was going to yes. come out. So, so it leads all the way up to that, and has a little slot for when. Now, you buy now it. of course, there's two more that <laughs> that you'd have to add to it with. Uh, ah, I could just get well, Spectre and uh, No Time to Die. When No Time to Die comes out in November. Hopefully, by that point, uh, things will have calmed down, and you know, movie theaters are finally open again. Because I, because well, I definitely want to see it. I feel like I need to see it on a big screen. You do. And while I have a nice big big ass TV, it's not the same thing as seeing it on a giant ass movie screen. Yeah, nothing can compare. But at any rate, that you know, we that should we should wrap this up. So definitely look definitely like season two. We're both looking forward to season three and seeing seeing where the story's going to go I'm from de- here. I'm definitely going in blind because I don't know why, but I just never watched season three when it first came out. So hey, this is the perfect opportunity to do so. Yep, yeah, there we go. Um, but and, you know we've got plenty more co- coming out uh, and other stuff. We have another ramble cast planned. Uh, we'll probably record that tomorrow. Um, if, uh, if 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 work doesn't hold yeah, up again, yeah, you know, we'll, but uh, we'll be where we'll be talking about shared universes. Uh, and I'm working on another blog post to put up on my blog uh, for the my gamer drivel series, where I talk where I basically talk about uh, game ideas I'd like to see made. Yes, the one that we discussed was Arkham Beyond. Yes, uh, I'm still working on that. Should hopefully get that done tonight or tomorrow. But uh, at any rate, that about wraps it up for this episode of the Binge Cast. For Chris, I'm Jay, and we'll see you when we do our next binge.